Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Court with UC Elite. I'm Coach Stacy with Coach Matt today, and he's going to introduce our guests for this episode. We have Alex Gloria and Angelina Estrada uh, with us tonight. Welcome to the episode. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Um, yeah, you know, we got we got uh, Alex and Angelina, and they're now coaches with us, but they're also longtime club members and alumni. And today we're going to talk about their volleyball story journey and talk about their experiences. Yeah, especially with their experiences, they have a lot of accomplishments, right? Right, Matt? Yeah, yeah, over the years, high school and now in college. But uh, yeah, we'll, uh, oh, sorry, well, real quick, I'll talk about their accomplishments some of their um, accolades in high school and up 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 until now. So with uh, Angelina, she's a former first team all league, first team all coast conference as a libero in college, first team all conference setter in college, and then sh- this past season she was ranked top two setter in the state um, for uh, the junior colleges. And for Alex, she was a former NVL. MVP, NVL first team all league outside hitter and oppo, um, Cal High Sports all state and second team all state, um, and yeah, so we're gonna continue now on. We're gonna talk about a little bit about their journey through high school and club, and then now into college. Yeah, and I think before they get started, they were, they were also part of our Logan State team, NorCal champions, NCS champions, but also your first bid here at UC Elite. Yeah, so they were on um, UC Elite's first um, team to win a bid, or yeah, in the actually I guess the whole club, not in. Yeah. I don't think the boys got a bid yet back then, back in 2019, I believe. Uh, we won the um, PNQ qualifier, um, and yeah, and they've also <coughs> helped us win all those consecutive undefeated NBL um, championships, along with the NCS, and then. Um, NorCal title and state final finish. So, yeah, they have a lot to talk about. They're part of a lot of successful teams over the years. So, it'll be good to hear their perspective. <coughs> Who would like to go first? So, what are we supposed to talk about? Yeah. About, uh, How'd you guys get started yeah. playing volleyball? And then we could just go, go from, from there. there. Yeah. So, I got started playing volleyball in CYO. I started fourth grade, and we didn't have a fourth grade team, so I put on the fifth grade team. My mom was the one that introduced me to the sport. She used to be a volleyball player growing up, so she introduced me to volleyball, and then it just stuck with me since that was the only sport I was ever good at. And yeah, that's how I started playing volleyball. How about you, Lena? Um, I was in CYO too, but I started because my sister played at Logan too. Um, I played CYO and then I played for UC Elite since like that's the only club I ever played for. So since the beginning. Yep. Uh, I remember Alex. I think uh, I don't know what grade you were, but we like cut Alex. Yeah, yeah, I was was in sixth grade when Lena first started playing for UC Elite. We were at the same tryouts, and then it was thirteens year. Yeah. Yeah. Twelve, thirteen. No, it was twelves. I got cut twelves. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Alex wasn't that good, so we didn't take her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, hey, don't circle th- around, you know. Don't give we, up, guys. We played each yeah. other though, like CYO. Yeah, we played against each other. I played for St. Anne's. Lena played for St. I always Beads. played up though, except for my last year, I couldn't play up, and so 
we played against each other eighth grade mm-hmm. and i basically beat St. Anne's because I was the only player on my team that knew how to play volleyball. <laughs> and, you know, Angelina, she was, like, part of UC Elite's, like, first camp that we ever did back in 20, yeah, 2014, I think. It was, like, we still used to do our camp at, like, Logan. Logan. Before. Oh, yeah. So I'm she OG. was one of our, she was, like, a very, one of our first, like, campers in general. Because the girls' club program didn't exist yet because we only, we started with boys. Mm-hmm. But we did have camps, so then. Very Dang. much homegrown, Hayward-grown people. Yeah, from camper to player. Yep. I was also Randall's first girls team ever. Yeah, when Randall coached. He didn't know how to coach us. Uh, like like I would have been on that team like if I made it. We were like 13. First time co- it was because yeah. it was Randall's first time coaching like that really young. Yeah. And group, girls in general. Know. I used to be like 13 telling him like, dude, you have to like yell at us. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Randall only coached boys. He, he won the NCS title for, with Moreau. Uh, that's like their last championship that they that Murrow won for boys, and then I think Randall was his first time like transitioning to girls. But yeah, you know that's why time flies. And now they're both coaches. Um, talk about let's talk about your guys' freshman year. So like let's talk about freshman year of high school and then maybe going into that club season. Freshman year high school for me was really tough because I was transitioning from eighth grade to freshman year being a varsity player and not only am I on varsity, I had a start. So finding my role on the team and finding like basically just having so much room to grow and starting fresh with Coach Matt and then the rest of my teammates having new people, new role models that I could look up to just, I don't know, freshman year was just a lot of growth for me. Uh, freshman year for me, I was on the bench because uh, like my whole time before high school, I was playing like outside and middle and then I came in as a DS. Yeah, a DS. So now I was just on the bench. But what's the thing? Okay, I said something like my freshman year. It was oh, like, uh, I got you during the what's the conferences we have after the NS season conference? Yeah, the NS season like interviews. No, I think it was before that. Or it was it was right before postseason. We were we were doing a lot of the team building chemistry stuff. Oh, was that when we had the little bake off thing? Uh, like we stuff like that. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. specifically your freshman year, I think it was because we were getting ready for, um, for NCS that year. But also that was the year that we lost that set to Newark. With ta- you know, remember oh, how yeah, Tati? So like there was a lot of like. I remember us like trying to figure out like we got to get our stuff together so that we're prepared for this uh, playoff run. And what I think um, Alex and Lena are talking about was we we had these player meetings with and team meetings where we would discuss like what our goals were for the postseason. And I'm gonna let Lena talk about that and see if she oh, yeah, remembers. Yeah, one of my goals is because like everybody that was on the bench, they were always like afraid to go in all the time or when like i don't know they wouldn't want to be called on like when matt but like my goal was like since i was obviously on the bench like if he ever needed a sub like i wanted to be the person that he looks for to be put in like i want him to like look to me first so that i could be put in the game because obviously i wanted to be in the game so like i think like now i see like with some of the girls that i coach they like they're on the bench and they're just like mad about it or they're just like don't do anything about it but and they don't have like that mindset i don't know something that helps like lena's a very diverse player too she can be put in like every position which is really nice <laughs> oh yeah i think something that helped me with that is like randall 
I think going into it, like, freshman year, he told me, like, coaches, or, like, during tryouts, like, obviously, like, go to the lines that are open. Like, coaches will notice you if you get on the court a lot more, if you play different positions. Like, you know, the outside lines are so long all the time, so why not go to the right side or the middle that's not so long all the time? That's a good tip. I know Randall said that. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you Randall <know>? said that. Um <laughs> For people that don't know, I want to like Alex and Angelina. They came into an already good Logan team that was just about to get better, you know. But we're already like I think we're already league champs and we're already undefeated. So that means before they came, is that when we did that that streak of never losing a set? Yeah. Right. Okay. So because yeah, I think Linda we just went, graduated. Yeah. So we had a season prior where our Logan team in 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 the league we didn't lose. We were fourteen and zero, but we also didn't lose a single set. So we went, we three would every single team twice, the whole season, and then so that was kind of like a record that like was lingering on the, to the next season. Like, oh, how long can they run that record? You know, um, which is why I remember, like you said, we lost that. We ended up dropping one set to Newark, and everybody was like upset or crying or whatever. But, um, but yeah, people don't know. Um, I want to say Alex's. Like I mean, your your guys is eighth grade year. I actually coached middle school that year at IVC, and the reason was is because we wanted to develop like the next generation to Logan to help feed into our program that was on the rise. And I coached Alex her eighth grade year, and a few of the other girls, a lot of them were gonna go to Logan. Um, and I remember their 14s year in the summer, we went to SoCal and we made a new little summer team with Alex and Angelina and some other girls around the league. And then we just played like, I think it was like a four day tournament in, in SoCal. And for me, I was actually using that tournament to see if, if, um, like Angelina, specifically Angelina and like Lana was like worth taking on varsity. Alex, I already kind of knew in my mind because in middle school, like I coached her that season and all that so I kind of had a good idea like oh we're probably gonna need this girl but Angelina and Lana were kind of like a gamble I wasn't really sure and they had to prove it more so I was like really watching them in the summer and summer camp and all that but Alex you should talk about like weren't you gonna go to Moreau for a little bit like I think in middle school you either were gonna go to Moreau or Logan because your dad went to Moreau oh yeah so my dad is a a Moreau alumni so he wanted to take us to his school me and my older brother, he's two years older than me. We took a visit, and then we met, like, a few of the old faculty there for, like, some alumni event or something our dad took us to. And basically, I was debating whether to, like, go to Monroe or Logan, and then so was my older brother, either Monroe or Logan, because our middle school feeds into Logan, but then Monroe is what my dad graduated as, so, of course, he wants to, like, relive his experiences through us, I guess. So, I mean, why'd you go to Logan then? Like, how'd you end up there? Oh, honestly, I basically just fell in love with the volleyball team there. I went to the summer camp before freshman year, and then everyone was really nice. It was really good competition. You probably can't replicate that anywhere in any of the other local schools that we have here. And I knew, like, well, I didn't know, but I had an idea that I wanted to play volleyball in college, and I saw the best opportunity to get better and to be exposed to, like, better like competition and teams and better tournaments was through Logan, so that's why I decided. And academics at Logan isn't actually that bad. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and Angelina, you knew you were going to Logan, right? Cause 
I wasn't gonna go to Tennyson. That's what feeds. I mean, after all Hayward. your sisters went to <laughs> Logan anyway. Well, right? yeah, so. yeah. And your mom works in New York City. County, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Alex. Um, I think after I coached her in middle school, for sure. Like even her parents told me, like, okay, like she's gonna go to Logan and stuff. Well, obviously, it's like, oh, good to hear that the local kids are coming. You know, from IBC to Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I I remember like that was my first time coaching like middle school you know and luckily a lot of those girls ended up moving up through the pipeline and getting to us at logan but yeah i think like you know definitely that summer going into the freshman year was big for them like our summer camp like like we always talk about and just like them proving themselves um but yeah and then i think you guys want to talk about because your freshman year was a crazy season for us that was logan's like best season we've had in like did you guys expect to have that type of season no going in coming in i was not expecting that honestly i didn't even know what to expect coming in because i knew we were going to be good but then like i didn't really know how high school worked like i didn't really know about the championships and everything so like like ncs and then state state. after that i didn't understand like i knew it existed but i never really knew it was like possible for like Mm -hmm. me we're just kind of like going with the flow just Mm -hmm. following along you know, I think one of my first memories of Angelina was, I think I met you when we played Monta Vista uh, the previous year, and yeah, I think Donnie introduced me to you and was like, oh yeah, she went to St. Bede's, she's coming to Logan, and she might be playing basketball, and I was like, oh, okay, cool, but like, volleyball yeah, I was... Yeah, was going to play basketball, yeah. and then like <laughs> two weeks, or like a week before tryouts, my mom was like, no, you can't. Yeah, but I think it's also because, like, the run that we had that year. You were number one seed. Yeah, and um, I think for them being freshmen, I was really impressed how they handled everything, to be honest. Like, I felt like, you know, if we needed to work harder with the extra reps or in the weight room, like, they didn't complain, you know. Mm -hmm. They were, I thought they were mentally tough for being a freshman, you know. I think, like, like already coming into a program that was like good and stuff and then like winning like freshman and sophomore year i think like by junior and senior year that's what made us like so mentally tough like we could handle like any pressure like i don't remember like ever like not folding under pressure but like i thought we handled pressure like pretty good yeah i mean well that goes back to you like how you guys (laughs) came up so for example your freshman year talk about what is it like being a getting put getting put on varsity and then like that stigma and like kind of like the judgment from like the jv kids you know or like the other parents because i know for sure alex had some of that stuff like some girls are talking bad about her some backlash some like jealousy from like other girls and some parents saying like that you know she made it because she was tall or like because I coach them in middle school, whatever it is, you know, there's always that kind of, like, you know, kind of uh, rumors that go around or, like, talk, I guess, because people are jealous if a freshman makes it on varsity. I remember telling Alex's mom to, like, kind of brace herself for that because I knew that was going to happen to Alex because I had a feeling that Alex was going to, like, get playtime, you know, or, like, she had a chance to get a lot of playtime, which always angers people because if you're a returner or upperclassman, their parents especially like hate that you know what i mean or but how'd that go for you guys because you guys lived through it you know well looking back at it like 
I now it's like really common and I am aware of that but then when I was a freshman and getting like all this hate and like all these questions like oh should she be on varsity blah 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 this and that like I kind of just use that like as motivation like trying to prove them different like oh yeah I can be like a dominant person on the court I can do this I can do that and then I think my freshman year that's when I was for a uh, second team all league so I think I did a good job proving them wrong because shutting them up yeah, yeah <laughs> I mean, them wrong, like, doubters, you know? Yeah, I had a pretty good freshman season, in my opinion. Not bad, you know? Yeah, um, <laughs> made it a state, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Angelina, who are you? I mean, Angelina had a different uh, experience because she did, you know, come off the bench or she was on the bench a lot uh, behind. Obviously, we had a lot of good, you know, passers and stuff. Like we had Abby just coming up. Yeah, um, but, yeah, Angelina, how was your experience I guess dealing like you're a freshman, you're dealing with that kind of stuff. Dealing with it? Just like you're a freshman on varsity, like. Well, I don't know. I don't remember like any of that. I so think you didn't get no hate. I mean, I probably did, but I didn't know about it because I didn't know as many people as Alex then. Because I'm coming from Hayward to Logan, and she's coming from a school that feeds into Logan. Yeah, that's true. So like, as far as volleyball, I only knew like her, Lana, and then whoever played with us, Summer Soiree and stuff. I didn't know anybody on JV, I don't think. So I, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> people didn't really know Angelina, actually. Yeah, they don't really know where I came from. from. Yeah, that's true. Came out of nowhere. Because, yeah, I think we definitely had to... We had to cut some people to make room for the freshmen. And I think that was the year we only went with 12. That year? Okay. Yeah, true. and I we cut... We probably did cut... A lot of people. Yeah. I think because the year prior, we just really felt like we had to uh, cleanse the roster a little bit after losing and stuff and you Plus know finding long-term pieces yeah and we graduated like a that was a big senior yeah. class i remember i think also um you know i like i, I mentioned this in the previous episode uh, podcast episode but a lot of like at least back then a lot of coaches didn't take freshmen that much on varsity but i was taking a lot of, like i usually would grab a couple of freshmen and for example like alex scenario actually play them you know and it's something different that people don't really like they're shocked about i know we had a parent who complained about specifically i mean alex being on varsity and probably because they're unhappy with their daughter not making it or whatever and i remember that this one parent was like you know compl complain to everyone they you know could complain to but they went to the point in the beginning of the season i don't know if alex even knows this but they told me that they were going to go to our games and watch alex and see oh, i think you told me about that yeah like they're trying year. to see when she messes up and see if she belongs on varsity which is kind of like well that's my opinion not yours if she belongs on varsity but like they were going to take her stats and like because they were really yeah that's they were, i think the this parent was really adamant or they really thought that their daughter didn't make it specifically because of alex mm -hmm. but it's like i mean there were two other freshmen on varsity too and other girls but yeah it's just like that kind of you know that kind of issues we you deal with sometimes when you put people that that other people don't agree with or like my decisions as a coach and parents don't agree with it or whatever but that's why you just gotta believe in what you you're like a, you know your vision and stuff and look it obviously worked out like we, we proved all those people wrong because we finished you know at state you know so if people don't know like yeah that year out their freshman year we went undefeated again at, in league as usual we lost in the ncs finals in five but then we won the NorCal State 
championship, and then we went on to state, and then lost in state. But yeah, we played. We, our record was forty and five, so we played forty five games in one season. Like, That's how was lot. that for you guys? Like, we literally went from the very last day of possible for high school volleyball. We went. We played all the way up to that date. It was a That's lot. Crazy, honestly, actually. I didn't yeah. even think of it like that. A whole extra month of season, actually. Mm-hmm. Some people forget like how taxing it is on your body. Cause like but I remember, p- never stopped though. Yeah, we just kept going. I and then like injuries don't really matter at that point. Yeah, I mean, we, and didn't I th- get, we didn't get injured though. But I that's think true. we did really good with like the recovery. You guys bought we into that. Oh, ice you bath, know? ice bath. Every mm-hmm. what? Every other practice or every single practice? I think it, it was like on after like every good match or something. We would ice bath and if just like stretch and rehab. Like a heavy load too. I yeah, think the a heavy importance load of week. stretching. Yeah, and you guys didn't complain about it. I no, think that was I mean, that's what made it. I think our coaching job easy, you know. I feel like it's all about the mindset. Like you buy into whatever your coach says. Like it's this is nothing like bad for you. It's anything yeah. that's helping you. So how'd you guys easily buy into it though? Because well, I had trust new. in it from like the past years. Because like kind of having an idea, I was gonna go to Logan and watching like like near high school games. Like I knew Logan was good and like I had trust in whatever you're gonna do to us, Matt. Like all the training all the rehab like i didn't really question it it's just like but in any sport like if you're gonna play a sport you have to be like bought in so like it doesn't make sense if you're not bought into a sport mm-hmm. at all i don't know if that makes sense yeah like taking care of your body is really important because like you can't perform your best without actually like feeling your best yeah, so like the ice bath was nice. There's, there's a lot of aspects to the game. Like uh, the yeah, there's a lot of changes that. you guys had to go through an adjustment period. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, for example, like our practice time was six six to nine. I kind of liked that. I got that was after good though, because didn't you make our practice time that time because we play at that time? Yeah, I, I mean that's guys my good strategy. My you guys also mindset. had study hall. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, know? that's when we had. Uh, and then the film sessions that. Um, that playoff run, yeah, mm-hmm. we had a lot of, a lot man, of we commitment. We did the whole thing, man. Yeah, we did the whole. Well, like, sport is a commitment. Like. We had film, all more way more often. We had lifting every day, ice bath every day, right? Almost every day. Kind of um, looking back, it's kind of like a college team. No, literally, I feel like <laughs> we did run it like a college team back then. And that's, I mean, going to East Bay after that's what I kind of realized was like, wow, we did a lot of this in high school, you know. Um, Talk about the state finals, you know. Oh, Division I was one state championship. Nerve wracking for me. At on least. TV, we're on TV. Well, that was nerve wracking for me too, cause like state, and then like you're getting pulled off the bench, and yeah. I did. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. It yeah. was a fun experience off the court, but then like once you walked in and like you see the big gym and the other so team real. before us playing, you kind of walk in, you're like, oh shoot, like we made it here. Like this is this that is whole media win or thing. lose. This Remember is that? The yeah, that media stuff. Was there's a whole media thing and a whole script and the sponsors and then there's the whole our own locker room and the locker room. I could fit in the locker. That's so cool. I None actually put myself in one we of them. Doing <laughs> first first time experience for all of us, but I mean I think that really set set you know Angelina and Alex up because you saw basically everything you can see all in your freshman year you know what i mean like that's crazy there's nothing higher than a state championship in high school that's like literally the last game you could possibly play there's no there's no next bracket you know what i mean or, or another championship or something um yeah, yeah how but would, 
how would you guys say like everything from your freshman year translated into your next season it helps me a lot because like we already made it this far nothing was newer and like sophomore junior senior year nothing else was new we were exposed to all of this so there's no reason to be like super nervous or anything like we know how to get things done we could do it yeah you know also it's like moving on to like that next club season so your 16th year right 15th 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 year like we play when we finish in november like we, late november right it was 20 something it was, it was december. december okay Ooh. yeah so yeah. We, <laughs> back then because back then if you went all the way to state you finish in december right or mm-hmm. right in the beginning of december now you finish before thanksgiving i think right yeah oh, I really think so. yeah they, yeah mm. so but then club starts already uh, i think we already we're still you're already starting club practicing or open gyms during logan season aren't we we're already having like i think there's probably s- yeah like some some uh, club stuff on sundays or something but so how you know going on to your next season how did you guys like get ready for that and like what was your mindset now going into a club season and which is technically the off season right for high school but after finishing state like how'd you guys feel were you guys tired burnt out did you feel exhausted or were you excited to like get better because you guys just came off like the biggest stage you know i feel like it was expected for us to be tired but then, like, that's not a reason to stop whatever you're doing. Like, if you want to get better, then you just got to keep yeah, like working it's out. It's the beginning of our four years. Like, we can't. We're still young. Obviously, we still have the rest of three years to go. So. I mean, were you guys hungry, though? Is that why you guys were motivated? Think so. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Me and Lena both used to get reps with, like, some of our other teammates and then just oh, grind it out in yeah. the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should talk about how Matt used to pick us up from school. Can we talk about Matt? <laughs> Go ahead. I, mean, anyway, I, I ain't doing that anymore. Matt, if anyone's trying to ask me. <laughs> we were special, but I Matt used to pick us up from school, feed like, us, and then we would do homework. Like, or every PC elite practice. Was that freshman day. year, though? Or was that sophomore year? I think it was both, TBH. Or in like the middle? I don't really remember. I just know back then, why was I free at that time? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't have kids. kids. I didn't have kids. Yeah. I had kids. He used to pick us up. We used to ride to the facility or go to get food. And then. Go to the facility, eat, do our homework, get reps, be all before our practice. Yeah, and then we'll weight lift before practice, and then we'll practice. Bro, like, we, were we had no social life because of Matt. No, for real. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I remember we used hey, to, but look at this. we only had one court back then at the old facility, and we used to have that serving machine. Yeah, and oh, I remember yeah. that. I just put, yeah. like, a bunch of balls shooting at the fastest speed. Yeah. <laughs> at Angelina and Alex and them. And then we would do that for like an hour or something, an hour and a half, and then and then we'll eat more, and then do we'll do weightlifting. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then we, we would, would practice. practice. I think the crazy thing is that that's the whole sacrifice, right? To be at that elite level, which we talked about with Devin Booker, and what he did in mm-hmm. high school, and the fact that you guys were willing to just be better. And I don't know, I don't see that as often now. Yeah, I, I think it's like yeah, we could have gone to eat with our friends, but. No, or Matt's hang out Matt's and go to a, <laughs> go to a school right, right when the bell rings. <laughs> a lot of it is just like for He's me. He's out there waiting outside our classroom. I think because we lost in the state finals, we got these two like they're 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 like a good class coming up. They're freshmen, you know. I I think I really wanted to squeeze the most out of them. Plus, I knew like we needed to some reinforcements because we graduated our best player. You mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah, we only had one senior that year. Yeah, but she. You know, carried us in like almost every category and was our leader, right? Our role model, everything. But I think also just 
I think Angelina and Alex, you guys didn't. I think you didn't make practicing and grinding a chore. It didn't. It wasn't like a chore. It was like fun for them. They enjoy, They found the joy in the process of getting better. Today, I think the kids, a lot of them, practicing is a chore. It's like they dread it. They dread it, or yeah. it's not. You know, they focus on like the things they don't like. Maybe you know. I mean, I'm not saying they loved every single part of practices and stuff and <laughs> the running, but they found the joy in like the grind and like the process of getting the reps and being doing it with your friends or whatever, and then getting better you know what i mean because i don't remember like alex you have to come to <laughs> it was like i just asked you know i have the text message either i asked them or they asked me and i'm like sure whatever you know and then um they just put in that work and i think for me i mean i'm not saying it was a chore but i think it was just a way for me to like get out of my house like i never wanted to be home like i don't know mm-hmm. so i just use it to like get my mind and then get out of the house I yeah. had, like, a lot of friends on that team, so, like, practicing with them, getting oh, extra yeah, reps with a few of them, like, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Plus free food. Come on out. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, I think, also, yeah, you guys probably also obviously saw the the big picture in mind. Because you guys could be thinking, like, why are we doing all these extra reps, like, seasons a, a year away from, uh, from now, you know? Or yeah, but I think that also prepared them for their sophomore season. And I think a lot of expectations was on that Logan team at, because of how far we went. But, mm-hmm. you know, your guys' sophomore season, if I remember correctly, didn't really start off as strong as we should have. You know, we went to Dave Moe's. Was that the first time we were at Dave Moe's? Yeah, SoCal, yeah. And, like, we had a chance to play Santa Margarita again. Oh, you played them again? We yeah, lost. and yeah. we lost. And I know, like, a lot of people were, like, upset or whatever. Yeah, there was a lot of drama that year. I feel like you can't let outside factors affect you that much. Like, you are going to win, you're going to lose, but, like, at the end of the day, like, how much do you actually improve, you know? I think 2019, yeah, like, we had a lot of outside distractions and drama and things against, like, adversity against the team, but it never actually affected, like, on-the-court focus and our practices and, like, winning and those kind of things. Yeah, and that was also the year that we had the opportunity to go to Durango for the first time. Mm. Which is the number one tournament in the country for yeah. high school girls volleyball. Nice. And our AD, James uh, Williams, mm-hmm. he was pushing for us to go, you know. Yeah, super supportive um, of our whole program and all the girls and everything. Um, like, fast recap already on their on 2019. Their sophomore season is it's Angelina's first time starting. In Durango. Yeah, so she's a from she came from the bench, so bench DS to starting outside and then Alex I was injured. She you broke something in your ankle or mm-hmm. fractured something and then it was also Alex's like breakout season I wanna say. Like she became second option, sometimes first option throughout the season. I mean we had Mafa, but Alex for sure took on that like next big offensive uh, carry mm-hmm. load, I guess. Um I was an oppo that season, too. Yeah, yeah. And I think you guys could talk about that season. I mean, Angelina, you could obviously talk about being a starter for the first time. And then, Alex, you could talk about, I guess, carrying the weight load that was left behind from Tati leaving. Because it was basically you and Mafa that season, like, offensively, you know? Yeah, well, starting off that season, I got injured, I think, preseason. So I was out for the beginning of all the main preseason tournaments. But I remember that game that I came back, I had one of my best games. I got 27 kills. 
That was a game you missed, Matt. You were like at a baby shower. No, what, I had a no, baby. No, I'm pretty sure. Oh, you had a baby. That was when Tristan <laughs> was born. <laughs> yeah, I had a baby. Damn, Matt, missed it for your son. Good, okay. Good job. You, good thing you took care of the game. So. The funny thing was, you know, I was FaceTiming with Matt the first set. And then he was just like, oh, is Alex taking care of things? And then me and Andrew were like, yeah. And then you just went on a roll. And then we saw him after the game. Yeah, I oh, think, yeah, you came. Yeah, I remember like, oh, what's happening? And then I think <laughs> it ended up like, it's all good. Alex is killing Irvington. 20-something kills. I'm like, and I just stopped oh, texting shit. guys. I was like, all right, cool. Like, Alex took care of business, you know. Um, great game after being injured for like a month or whatever, right? I feel like having that such a good first year, freshman year kind of translates. But then also people have expectations for you to be that good player, that same team, you know. Like, if you just finish a really good season, people expect you guys to have a good season next year. So then coming back, people are like, oh, she was a freshman starter. So then, like kind of had to show them kind of like oh even though I was off like I still deserve this role in my like on the team I can still come back and like do what I know how to do yeah Alex was injured and you were still at all the tournaments whatever you mm-hmm. missed the games practices uh she took stats for us and I was still lifting but like upper body too like it yeah. wasn't really a break I did everything I could do whether it's be like passing on a chair or like serving just standing up you know no more jump serving Still won. We still won everything. Anyway, I think we remember the um, Oak Ridge tournament, the Christine Craft tournament. Oh, we won that. Alex mm-hmm. didn't even play, and we won anyway. Yeah, I was in Crocs that tournament. I remember. No, it was good. That uh, it shows how deep our team was. Mm-hmm. You know, um, everyone we, else yeah. does a really good job filling all those responsibilities. Like even though someone's missing, like everyone else does a good job. We have yeah. really good ke- team chemistry. We could flow. I don't even know who no took your spot while you were gone. But Lena. No. No, she's no. already starting. Juju. Someone, someone filled in. Juju was still on the team. Oh, maybe she was right side, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Angelina. Well, I started off the season as an outside, and then when I got hurt, I came back as an oppo. Yeah, probably because Angelina. Mm-hmm. I mean, Angelina, you could talk about your experience, you know, going from little to very, to, like, none, pl- you know, playtime-wise to. I know, it was, like, 0 to 100, like, so fast. Starting. Every single game, six rotation player, you know. Well, like, coming in, I knew that there was going to be, like, one spot open because Tati left. So it was either going to be, like, the outside or the oppo. So it was obviously I want playtime. So I was like, okay, I'm not just a DS. I can hit now. <laughs> like, that's the perk of being, like, uh, a utility. So then I knew there was something, like, opening up. But then, like, I think I was still in, like, and during practice, I think you were having me, like, hit and stuff. And I was just, like, basically, I was just in competition with, like, whoever's outside, like, Jew and stuff. And then, Did yeah. you expect it, though? Or were you surprised or what happened? I wasn't surprised. I was just more like, okay, like, this is my time to put me in, like. And then I try to, like, I don't know. The Durango game where I got put into as outside, I had, like, my best to receive, like, ever. So, like, I wanted to, like, prove, like, keep me in, like, forever. Like, keep me in, please. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically my mindset. If people don't know, Angelina was a libero for club that year prior, right? Yeah. Libero outside. Or mostly libero. I was just libero. libero. So, she was libero. So, she didn't even really hit that much, you know. But Angelina's always been, like, multi-positional. So, like, in practice, she would hit. Or, like, camp. You know, what the reps, right? She's always 
practicing other things, which is why today we tell the girls, like, you got to work on your entire game because you never know what your team's going to need. Hence, Angelina, we lose in outside. Angelina steps in the role and then never gives it up, you know, and she starts for the rest of her career at Logan over there, so. It's like having an open mind. Like, you can't just be stuck at, I'm only going to play outside. Like, if yeah. you want to have playing time, you got to be open to, to like, oh, my anything. team needs an oppo, like, I'll be an oppo. Yeah, we'll if my team needs a libero, I'll be a libero. Like, train in whatever like you'll you find one. an opportunity in on one thing. Uh, name both of you. Name your top three teammates while while at Logan. Top Maybe three and like influence. the best, or like top three and like, like that I made it influence. Yeah, that you played with, but I would say like made it impact on you, influence uh, on you. Well, first mine is Tati because she was an outside hitter. I wanted to be an outside hitter. She was a senior. She was good. Like that was for coming in as a freshman. Like that was the person. You know, so yeah. easy on the top of my head, Tati would have For to me, be one. My number one would probably be Abby Viata. Mm, that's a good one. Why? Love uh, Abby. Abby's the best libero I've ever played with. Yes. Probably the best libero I've like not ever seen, obviously, but it's like I watched you like I can't say that word, but like I don't know. She was so good in our area. Probably the best in our area. I feel like she was underrated. Like she just got balls up that I didn't even know could be up. She was just I've never really seen her dive either. Like, like, she was just always in the right spots at the right time. Ball control. Yeah. Like, good reading and every, like, she was somehow super duper good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. We get it. No, no. I remember, jo- like, Joe, when Joe used to, like, come scrimmage with us, he said, like, he said this, like, not that long ago, too. Like, he would, like, full swing, like, guy swing. And Abby Viano would just get it up like nothing. Like, she was just that good. She was super know. poised. Mm-hmm. Super not, humble. Like, doesn't yeah. really, like. Not cocky. Didn't She'll talk get a shit. dig up, just, you know, keep going. Do- she doesn't even do it. Not anything. too high, yeah. not too low. Very, like. Yeah. She's in very the consistent. Yeah. Like, there's never really ups and downs games. Like, for her, yeah. Four yeah. point whatever GPA. 4.5 or something. something. AP, everything. Yeah. Honors, everything. Yeah. She was a really good role model, never like, on practice, and off the court. You know? I think. My second one would probably be Mafa. Because Ooh, me too, probably. But because of the way that, like, she went from, like, a middle, or obviously not playing at all, to, like, a middle, bouncy in the middle, and not knowing how to pass, or her passing was, like, terrible, to, like, becoming a six rotation outside. You know, like, that's league MVP, yeah. all state, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And then going D1 as an outside. Yeah, and she was, was like also started off as a JV player, too. So, like, yeah. moving up from JV to varsity and Literally accomplishing all playing. that. Yeah, that's, I think that's crazy. That just shows, like, how, like, athletic she is, too. What were your last one? What were you guys last? Mine would probably, probably second one would be Moffat, too. But yeah. the last one. Um, what third? Who was on our team? I don't remember. I don't know. Your guys' teammates. Let's think. <coughs> I mean, you have a lot of teammates over the years. I mean, it's hard to choose like a favorite. Like, I know once I was like, oh, I want to be like them. But then, like my favorite, I think like I got, I want like I think I picked Abby because I meshed so much at that time. You picked Tati because you were a hitter. Yeah, I feel like I only picked people I look up to. But like my okay, how about just play with her. I like playing with my like the whole team. I feel like okay, I can never it, find a team that could like. Does it have to be um, Max? Oh, my mother Max. Max Fazan. Oh, I, I like her because she's yeah. like 
she's not the biggest swinger, but she's a really smart player. So, like, if you see her on the court, she puts up a big block. She does everything a middle has to do. But, like, you won't expect her to hit, but yet she, like, she's just a very smart player. She would know? hit, but, like, she would in good her, spots. her swipes, Max's swipes or Max's tips, what we used to call it. Her tips and her roll shots is, like, what like taught me that, like, you could actually, like, yeah. execute those, you know? Almost every time she did it, she got a kill. Yeah. All right, moving on. We're going <laughs> to next talk about uh, – well, I mean, do you guys have anything else to say about sophomore year? That was the first time we won the NCS title in 26 years at Logan. NCS? I don't remember. NCS, we played against Foothill, right? I think you got the game-winning kill. Yeah, yeah my brother that. has against that on UCLA the – Against UCLA commit, Grace Olsen. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, she starts yeah. right there. She starts yeah, she gets freshman of the week all the time. I always see it. Yeah, we we swept them in three, and Foothill's always been our like a a very competitive team we, that we always play, and they're always good. Yeah, I think that was also the year you guys played against all these teams that had D one players in the right? tournaments. Yeah, yeah, and I we remember would never that. like I back mean, away. We would obviously, like they would win, but like I don't think we ever did like bad about. That's we don't ever back away. Like we're always there to like compete with them. Like even if they're taller, stronger, like We've well, of course they're better team, than though. us. But We've been short. we're mostly defensive team. <laughs> but I feel like, like you don't have to be scared of a team. Like you have systems for a reason. We put up a block in a certain spot so that our diggers could get it. Like yeah. just the way we float as like, a we're team. We're obviously both at this tournament. We're obviously both good. Like you know. Yeah, if people don't know, because we've mentioned before Durango, the Durango Fall Classic in Las Vegas, it's a Nike-sponsored tournament. It's uh, historically the number one high school tournament for girls volleyball in the country because it's a small group of teams invited, and usually every state's, like, state champions are in that tournament. So, like, I think one year in pool play we would play like the state champ of hawaii the state champ of arizona others you know all d1 girls and there's little logan from union city (laughs) no one remembers you know where we're from (laughs) or anything but that's the perspective that's the kind of uh level we played at you know what i mean i mean how did you guys handle that kind of competitive like level we played at all the time we had nothing to lose. We were always the underdogs in all those games, so I like, just come yeah, out. We really did have nothing to and lose. And bang, like I don't. <laughs> I mean, do you I guys actually know. believe in yourself? Like, do you guys feel like our team believe it, believed that we could compete with them, or you guys just played? Well, there is a point where we kind of believe, but like we just we played. literally just played. Like we played the same no matter who we're playing against. Like if they're a like who cares if open they division suck or, or, D1 or or like D. Eight million. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> just play the same. <laughs> it's a mindset, then, huh? Yeah. yeah. Mindset. <laughs> well, okay. So moving on now to your guys's cl- next club season, which is sixteens. Like, talk about that that year, that off season for you guys. That's the year we won the bid. Yeah. Was the sixteens. Mm-hmm. The first ever bid. I feel like the grind never stopped for us from, like, freshman year to senior year. We are that same, like, grind that we did coming to school. because we also knew how here. to recover and take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys, ne- I, f- I feel like my memory, we never stopped. We, did. we never stopped. We year never. Year round. 
And I just feel like I saw you every day of my life for like literally <laughs> you did. How many no, years, no, we literally talked about it. We saw each other like almost like every day for four years straight. Yeah. And we still kind of just see each other a lot anyways because we coach together. We hang out with each other. Yeah. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, like, how would you guys say, I mean, that's a pretty good year for you guys, like, going to nationals for our club's first time and your guys' first experience winning um, a whole qualifier right after coming off another long, like, 40-plus game season at Logan, winning the championship straight to club. And then if back then, I want to say our team, my team with Alex and Angelina was like one of the first teams to do that, like all travel. So like back then, most almost every club still did Power League, but I decided to not do Power League. And we did all qualifiers, basically. So we would go to like five qualifiers or something like that. And, um, you know, a lot of traveling went to Florida. We went to around the country and... Um, yeah, like more games, high level competition, and then, I mean, how how was talk about that that P and Q tournament when you won the bid? Like, how was what was the experience there? Um, honestly, like everybody there, they looked like they could have beat us in like two. Yeah, but like their warm ups, they're bouncing everything over here. Like on our team, we only had a couple people that could do that. Like, uh, but. Like, I don't know. We I feel like our Logan and our UC Elite teams, like, were kind of similar. similar like, yeah. the systems we had, the type of game we played. Like, we were always one of the shortest teams out there. More, more focused on, like, defensively, yeah. Yeah, defense with, like, one or two bigger hitters. And I think we were just very consistent. The other teams were not. Mm-hmm. I feel like we ran our systems really well. Yeah. Like, we had in-system, out-of-system plays like I feel we like knew we what everyone was ball doing. control to than yeah other teams we just always knew how to keep the ball in play like no matter if they take a big swing or like if we shake or the first we get pass, out of system too we like we know how to deal with those we never really felt pressured like we never freaked out with long rallies or anything like yeah I we always knew what was happening what was up like how do we what do we need to do to like finish this yeah how about how was your guys like team chemistry our team was so close because it was yeah. basically the same team from the previous 15th year. Yeah, we had the same. And we kept the same team up until 18th year, and we would hang out, you know, like outside of practice. Like we were all like really close. I feel like everyone knew their roles on the team, so there wasn't really any like fighting or anything. Like, yeah, if you're a starter, you kind of knew it. If you were like one of the people you get put in, they knew like it. If you're a bench player, yeah. they kind of mm-hmm. like everybody knew what their roles were. No one was fighting against it. Everyone. Yeah. Do you think Maybe your guys' practices played a factor into preparing for those high level competitions? Yeah, we play we always worked on drills that worked on out of system. Like we did a lot of box drills. We did a lot of like scrappy. Yeah, Matt plays. had really good drills back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean you guys could do them, so you know. Yeah, we used to do like some crazy drills. Also but they whatever would also help. Yeah, whatever I did, they just do it, and yeah. they would just like try, obviously like try and like try to get the most out of the drill. Yeah, we never like question anything. We never question anything. Or, like, yeah, I mean, I like you know, where does that come from though? Like, why, why, 
yeah, I, I also feel like there was no pushback from any of you guys. They're just coachable. Very coachable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys were, you know, not just you guys, but yeah, our whole team was coachable and believed in the goal, I guess, and was rooting for each other, and we didn't have any drama, you know, on we're our team. We're all driven to win, so, and, like, us, our team was very local, so, like, we kind of just got, like, the best from every was, high school. Yeah, the best from all of, like, MVAL. Yeah, so team. us playing mm-hmm. together, class, yeah. we knew each other, we played against each other in high school the previous year. And we kind of, like, it was, m- like, a respect for everyone, sort of. Like, we knew who was the best from every high school. We played with them. And they all came to our team mm-hmm. in yeah. their grade. And then we just – the crazy thing is, like, the ki- the girls from the other schools, they obviously saw Logan. They're, like, you know, they knew that we destroyed them in season and what we do. But then <laughs> them yeah, coming right. to our team and then just instantly buying into what we do, like – we're literally doing what we do at Logan and giving some of our secrets probably, but they basically <laughs> like just bought into it, didn't question it, did the defense, you know, did the whatever. And then, yeah, that that's why I'm really proud of their team, that 16s year, because if we looked at all the other clubs in our competitive clubs in our area, none of them were like homegrown mm-hmm. local kids. So yeah. like it was not really common for – all local team that's not what we even have a six footer on our team right mm-hmm. yeah I don't well think this kylie was maybe nelly oh kylie wasn't on that team oh not on that team yeah she was on team nelly like nelly's like 5 11. 11. oh caitlin um was oh ch- yeah she was like she might have been like barely six six foot yeah but we didn't have anyone tall obviously <laughs> and yeah like i said all local kids all nbl kids basically and we were able to go compete at a state and not just get a bid but actually win the the qualifier so that was a good experience and i think kind of just opened the door for future our future teams later on to like come in and like build from within you know like for example like our teams now like conan's team oliver's teams like most of them are like local kids or like longtime club members you know what i mean and yeah, I think it's I like I like seeing that, you know, because um, no offense to other clubs like it's great. Like, but a lot of them just like could they have the ability to just recruit from like all over our area and just bring them all together and then just go win because they're the best. But I like how we grew it from scratch, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean. Um, what you guys want to move on to next, like. Fast forward to college or what? Sure. Oh, COVID. Like, we had the whole COVID situation. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, so you guys had junior season. That was a normal season, right? That was a normal mm-hmm. season. And then we, your senior year was COVID, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sucked, so. I mean, we still got the job done, you know. Yeah, we still undefeated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we still didn't lose a league game, but we didn't get to play playoffs that year. You guys' mm-hmm. senior year. Yeah. Also, they didn't give any team like they didn't give any league awards, which Alex, I'm ninety nine point nine percent, she would have got yeah. MVP. MVP, MVP again, and I wanted that for her because we Logan didn't have a back to back MVP because they robbed Tati that one year, but um, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how was COVID actually that year for you guys, your senior year? It was hard for me because like training stopped, so like our normal routine was just like put on pause. Yeah, that's true. When did that start? March of 2020? Yeah. It's during club season. That's during club. 
That was seventeen got cut short. We that was your junior year we with COVID, right? All those tournaments, like the Texas one, we were going oh, to. Oh, I wanted to go to that one so Yeah, we were all looking forward to that one. We were Texas that year. Yeah, but I think that team, that seventeens year, we would have. We would have gone far. We probably would have got gone in a bid that year, but if it wasn't for COVID. Because I think, yeah, we only played, like, one or two tournaments, and then they ended the se- season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I can't remember. Was Alex already committed junior year? Yeah, I did commit junior year. Yeah. Yeah. Already committed. Um, yeah, because Megan, because Megan came up to me in that one tournament, one of my teammates at college. She's a setter. But yeah, because February, we went to Vegas for the, um, pretty Red sure Rock? it was the... No, oh, wait. was it Red Rock? Either Red Rock or Las Vegas Classic, you know, in mm-hmm. February. Because mm-hmm. he saw Kobe, remember? Yeah. And then... Um, R.I.P. Yeah. And then we... I think the season ended right after. But Alex committed, like, literally right after that tournament. Mm-hmm. And then um, COVID ended the next year. But, um, yeah. But I'm glad they still played some games their senior year, you know? Only, like, 10 because of only inbound. Yeah. It's kind of sad ending your high school career like that. Yeah, we didn't get a senior night. That's that was that was the most upsetting part to me. Yeah, like our parents could even be in the gym watching Uh. our game for a senior night, and like we knew it was gonna happen the night before at five something p.m. So like the parents only had literally that night to plan for it. Yeah, because yeah, the school wasn't gonna let us. Yeah, but it kind of shows like you never know when it's it's gonna be put on pause. Yeah, that sucks. All right, let's move on to what do you guys want to talk about? Like college now, recruiting process, or recruiting maybe? Because before you go to college, it's recruiting. Yeah. Okay. So, what was your guys' recruiting experience like going through that process? Ours was different. Yeah, because I didn't really get into the whole recruitment process because I thought I was going to be done after high school. I was just already set on going to college just to for academics like I was already or by the time graduation I got into San Jose and I was already enrolled there and I had my classes set up and then like two weeks before CSM season I finally called Katie back and I was like okay I think I want to play actually so I went the JUCO route yeah I started my recruiting early like sophomore year because Matt started pushing it for me I think so I was emailing teachers, or not teachers, emailing coaches <laughs> <laughs> with, like, film and introducing myself and just putting my name out there. I wasn't really expecting anything back so soon, but, like, as if you keep pushing and keep sending emails out, like, you get emails back. Yeah, I remember Alex used to, uh, I mean, definitely a lot of coaches were watching her, a lot of D1 schools, too, but I remember we were in Vegas for that Durango tournament. And I remember we went to that UNLV game because the, the coach invited us because they wanted to meet Alex because Alex was talking to them. So me, I think me and Alex waited after to talk to the head coach and the assistants and stuff. Coach Don. Yeah, and they were they, they had a good team, you know. Obviously, they're Division One and they had good vibes. It was cool. They invited us to watch and everything. Um, so Alex was definitely, I think, doing a lot of that recruiting stuff and videos and stuff. That's why I tell the girls, like, Alex didn't have a recruiter or anything like that. She didn't pay for no extra subscription. You don't need one. No service. She just literally did the work herself, right? All the emails, multiple highlight videos, right? 
And there you go. I mean, Alex could have went D1 route too. I think the option was there, but the better, you know, route was um, where she went, Division two. So, yeah, I think it all worked out, obviously. I feel like as long as you keep sending emails out, like, you keep an open mind because your dream school may not reach back to you, but, like, there's always a school out there for everyone. Yeah. And, and like, even in Ohio, Juco. Yeah, there's a lot of routes. I think people don't realize how much opportunity there is for girls volleyball in college because there's so many different divisions and schools out there just got to do your research um and yeah you don't need to pay like three thousand dollars for some recruiter to try to get you recruited (laughs) because that's not i mean they get they 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 do have a service but it's really nothing more that that you can't do yourself like no one's going to recruit you because you paid someone else and they know that recruiter like it's all about your game it's all about your effort and your film and how much you you email coaches and reach out. Did you attend any camps or showcases too? I did a few showcases, but never really went to or talked to those schools that were there. I feel like I did showcases when I was in younger high school just to get exposed to that. Didn't we do like the San Jose camp and stuff? Oh, yeah, we did do that. Yeah, we did some college camps. We did that freshman and sophomore year. Yeah. I think Angelina was getting looked at, but, you know, obviously, I she, like I said, she didn't want to play anymore, so. Yeah. But what, yeah. what advice would you give to any athlete looking to pursue things post-high school? Just be persistent with it. They might not reply to you at first, but, like I said, there's always a school out there for everyone. If you just send an email, highlight, put your name out there, it's never too late to start either. Like Lena said, she's went the juco route and she went two weeks before they're about to start yeah and look yeah angela ended up being number two in the state for yeah like pos like their pos their opportunities out there that's why yeah. i tell girls don't close the door on anything because you never know how you're gonna feel like sometimes you feel this way and then a month later you actually do want to do something else and you want to leave those doors open sometimes oh yeah i feel like even if you're questioning it still reach out because it's easier to just like say no say no i don't want to play anymore than like trying to reach out your senior year if you want to go to a certain school like Mm -hmm. like even though it doesn't you don't have to start early it does make it a lot easier and it does open more opportunities for you if you do yeah uh moving on now like you guys are coaches now how did you guys get into coaching? What do you like about it? Why do you still coach today? We've been coaching since like in high school when yeah. we used to have the the little kids camps at mm. Logan. And then I was with Oliver's team since they were third. Well, I started the season with them when they were thirteens, and I've been I with them since. I started with Randall's when they were fifteens. So yeah, they're seventeens now. But no, Matt's it's Matt's team. Mm-hmm. What do you guys? So I mean, what do you guys? What have you learned from coaching? What do you enjoy about it? Actually, coaching has, like, helped me with my playing, to be honest, because you get to see, like, oh, this is how this person messes up. Let me try to explain it to them. And it kind of, like, makes you think about your own skills and how you actually do things in the game. And, like, I know I learn a lot from my players. Like, sometimes when they tip, I'm like, oh, shoot, like, I've never tipped like that before. Like, even <laughs> if it was on accident, you know, <laughs> it's like, well, it's possible. Like, let me try it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just mm-hmm. like being able to spit like knowledge of stuff that like I've learned along the way, even if it's not like volleyball related, or if it's something about like not outside of volleyball, but like 
something mentally or something. Yeah, I like when players come up to me, like the people I coach or even the people I do at camps and other players, they ask me questions. And I'm like, oh, shoot, like you actually acknowledged that I know my things. Yeah. I think I like it. I'm not saying <laughs> Well, I like the, like our four teams. Cause I do like, like our four teams. I really like our team because like, they take in like everything we say. Like they're like sponges because they're so young and they just like want to get better. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, obviously they trust us. I mean, we're their coaches, but like. And we have some returners on our team. So from last season when we coached them too. So we know they actually trust us. Yeah. And they like listen to our feedback and they, for being 14 and like, you know, we're, we're 14 fours, you know, they actually like, like make adjustments, like in-game adjustments and stuff. And they're open to us, like changing their position. Open-minded. Yes. Yeah. They're very open-minded. They like some of them, like. They remind me of like us or like how like my mindset used to be when I was little, like obviously to play everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really good. I think this is good that we're making our younger teams like this. Starting them young. Yeah, I feel like it's nice to like kind of see ourselves in them like they could be really good, you know? Yeah. We're going to be 14 ones at the end of the season. <laughs> 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 I mean, they asked to get moved up to regional. Yeah the first step right there that's good um let's see like what are some of your guys' short-term long-term goals with coaching hmm. i mean short-term i mean the season's almost over but well i mean short-term i guess could be for next year or something obviously like like coaching like a regional team like for ourselves like not just a premier team mm-hmm Taking that division up. Yeah. I feel like I kind of want to just share my love for volleyball with them because you can't play volleyball while hating it. Like, you don't want to work hard if you don't like it. Yeah. So, like, just making them have fun while still getting better. Or, like you said, like, not making it sound or be like a chore. Yeah. I want them to, like, want to come to practice. I want them to want to go to tournaments. I feel like that's how they are now. Like, Mm -hmm. they they like coming to practice. They like going to tournaments. And they actually have passion, you mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. How about long-term? What's your long-term goal? I want them to continue playing. I don't know. Are you talking about, like, for us? Like, for us or for them? I I mean, mean, I would would still coach. Yeah, like, what's your long-term goal for coaching? Like, your plans? Like, following following this team for their older or like you want to eventually yeah i want to follow them i like yeah, our team i like our team i really like our team yeah even <laughs> if they're like good. not the one team i like them that doesn't yeah it doesn't even really matter like volleyball is volleyball and yeah. i mean they want to get better yeah yeah i think getting one thing is um and stacy you probably know about this i mean we all feel this way like one thing that really makes coaching worth it is when the the, pl- the people you're coaching appreciate your coaching and like actually (laughs) do something with your coaching like imagine if all the knowledge and everything i I taught alex angelina just went out the door and didn't you know they didn't use it for example Mm -hmm. it's like what a waste you know what i mean like for me i think yeah i probably had more time back then to put into these girls and which is why they got so good but also i i probably do you think i would have done all those extra reps and like probably coached them successfully if they didn't like buy in Ma- yeah and make make use of my coaching like, yeah imagine if i put all this stuff into angelina and she just like didn't do nothing with it you know what i mean <laughs> luckily all my effort and time into them it, it like 
paid dividends like they helped us win championships and they got yeah. these accolades and they played after high school and then they did well in college you know what i mean like and now they're coaching and now they're passing it on to the next generation of kids like you know makes coaches it makes it easier to coach i guess you know yeah i think the other thing i want to add was i got to cover your guys's practice one time oh yeah and it makes it easy when you're able to just plug in a coach and the kids respond well and i think that's a reflection of you know the coaches that they have and if they're coachable the willingness to be open to things and and all that and taking the feedback and you know it's kind of cool because it comes like full circle when when you see that so good job guys <laughs> you know one thing you know we could talk a little bit about this because this is probably what people always ask i feel like with you guys and kind of our team back then like I feel my memory. I don't remember like having to make you guys, like I said, want to go to practice, or like, do you, do we think it's just because you guys are passionate about the game or what? Because I don't know. Because I hear like a lot of the like older girls now, they're just like, oh, like practice, you know. I but never I dreaded like it. We were never like that. Like I wasn't dreading going to practice. Like I was never like I wanted to go to practice, obviously. So I don't know. I don't really remember like. We never really miss any practices. Like we wanted We've to never, be there. Never like missed anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's I what I'm why. trying to. We're trying to figure out now with because I think coaching the next generation, the new girl kids now, it's like a different approach for us because obviously the kids are different. But I'm trying to. S I guess it's like obviously when it was happening with you guys back then, like the success. We it's hard to really realize like what was the ingredients we used mm -hmm. to be successful what you know and i'm trying to find that now like what yeah. did we do back then you know because I, I feel like i'm not doing anything different i'm doing the same thing now but it's just a the response result, from you know? this yeah the response from the different. kids now i feel like we yeah. grew up with like high standards like we came from oh i came from a good middle school team into a good high school team we kind of had these like set expectations for our team but did you ever feel that it was pressure to I like well, live up to that, you know. Everything is gonna well, be there like was pressure, a little pressure. but it's just like, like you didn't want to be the one that sucked. Yeah, we have to like live up to us, obviously. But then at know? the same time, like, we kind of just accepted the fact that like we were expected to be good, and then kind of used that as motivation, and like we did the reps, we did the extra we stuff that comes into it to be good, you know. Like in the summer, you guys, we do Logan camp for whatever, like three, four hours, or whatever. They go home, and then I see them at night at the UCLA camp, and then they put in the work there, and then repeat, you know. Or the summer league. Yeah, you and remember? we would back yeah. then we do summer league and do a bunch of other stuff, and I think, uh, yeah, I mean today the kids today like, how many games do you think we played at Logan this year? Like thirty mm -hmm. or less. Definitely less than thirty. Okay, and That's then. Like Wow. Back then, they played for 40 games in one season. 40-plus games in one season, yeah. And and then, you know, straight to club. Just like now, straight into club, same tournaments. We, like, never practices. practices. We never missed tournaments. We grew up like that, though. Like, there was always... Well, I had older siblings. Well, we both had older siblings that played sports. Yeah. So we always grew up in, like, a sports household. So, like, putting in the work was never, like, second... Like, it was always first nature for us, like... We have practice right now. Oh, we'll go to practice. We have training weights tonight. We'll go to weights. Like, yeah, we never, never have to remind them. Yeah, like I said, I never have to remind you guys. 
I don't remember you guys texting me, coach, again, go to practice. You know, the other thing, too, is I feel like their parents kind of just trusted us, too. I mean, you know, for, or sure, for yeah. sure, Alex and mine were kind of crazy at the beginning, but then they started to like understand, like, okay, this is the norm. Yeah, Alex's mom, I want to say right after like her freshman year, her mom was like, You have Alex for the next four years, we're not going to do anything, like, bother anything, you know, like, it's up to you, we trust you. So that was good. Angelina, I remember her freshman year, uh, her, I think, oh, yeah, her mom was, or someone was kind of complaining about like the late practice. And then I remember I was telling Angelina, like, or someone, like, well, JV practices earlier. You can go on JV if you want. And they were like, never mind. <laughs> like, we're good. We'll stay here. And they were just like, I don't know. They didn't understand, like, volleyball that much either. Or at least my dad didn't. So then, like, my younger teams, like, I was, like, the star player of, like, CYO and stuff. And then, you know, obviously going into freshman year, like, of course I'm going to be on the freshman year. But I don't think, like, my dad understood that. So he would, like, he would like go crazy, but then like you know later on they like okay like this and is the norm. Yeah, look, you trust the process. Look, look what happened, to Angelina. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, put in the work. You trust the process. When opportunity opens, you take advantage of it. Like Angelina, boom, you don't let go of it. But Angelina, I like for example, she's a great example of like once you get the starting spot, you don't relax now because you got it. Like if anything, Angelina worked harder to never let go of the spot. Like no one ever got the spot anymore <laughs> until she graduated, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, like for example, Alex, like some girls, when they already become a starter, they relax, you know, cause I'm already a starter, you know, I'm already all league, but Alex was the opposite. She always wanted that next thing, which is like MVP and then all this, all state and all this other stuff, right? Kill, le- you know, kill leader and you know, how many kills can I get in one game, you know? And I think Alex is junior year. She f- yeah. I had 31 30, kills yeah. junior year in five sets and then tied at my senior year in four. So we won a five sets that last game. I, I could have gone thirty. Cal High? Cal High junior year is thirty one. I remember that. That was when I got my career high digs too. I think that mm-hmm. was a se- semifinal. No, quarterfinals. NCS, NCS quarterfinal. Oh, okay. But we that was an upset too because Cal it was. was an upset. Mm-hmm. Five, I remember yeah. That. We s- so we played horrible. Like, overall, we played that that game. <laughs> I but tied it. In it four we would have lost if Alex didn't get thirty whatever kills. Because no one else would get a kill that game. Should have went five sets against one of our other teammates, Kira, because yeah. I would have beaten my record because I tied in four. <laughs> I could have gone like thirty-two, like at least one more kill. Come on! I now. just remember like it would be like long or it would last our longest was like trying to find Lena in the back row. That was the best because Lena's really good at passing, and then I would hit. So it'd be perfect when we were opposites of each other, and then she would pass, and then I'd get set and I'd hit. Like that was the way. Yes, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think this plays a big part in like knowing your role mm-hmm. because uh, coming into like outside, like obviously you could get better at like a position and work on it, but like I knew I wasn't gonna be the one, you know, smashing balls and like I've never been able to bounce. <laughs> I don't think I ever remember a time I ever bounced. So like, you know, you don't always have to be the kill leader to contribute. <laughs> this also translates to like knowing what you're good at, and knowing what you're bad at, like. Yeah. I knew I was good at hitting, and then I knew that I needed to work on my passing. Mm, I, so I've been a strong hitter, but I, my defense was always there. So we would just like rack up all our points. Alex front row, me back row outside. Mm-hmm. But, but then we worked, also weren't you know? terrible. Like I wasn't bad at passing, and you weren't bad at hitting. Yeah. So like, like we were we very consistent. Role, but then well, we knew what we we're good at. Yeah. I think I that mean, helps that's a lot. A team now. sport, you know. Like 
that's why yeah it's good people find their roles and really contributing and and um playing as one to make up for other people's weaknesses right like if i can't get kills i might as well like play the best defense of my life mm-hmm. how do you guys uh from your memory like everyone has up and downs obviously right we all do challenges and stuff adversity what like how did you guys respond to playing bad or having a bad game or losing a big game you know i know alex for sure has had some bad weekends in during club because i would tell her you know but like how did you guys bounce back from that well it's never the end of the world like we are still gonna like grind at the end of the day i knew that if i played bad that it just meant that i still had a lot more to get better at like there was so much room for me to grow especially like within high school that i would have my good games yes i'd have my bad games yes but then like it just shows that i could become better does that make sense so that's how you you got through it like tough times i mean like if you play horrible like in minneapolis Damn. She don't remember. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> we yeah, were like, we pulled up. Like, we were. That's just this one. <laughs> this one weekend or this one qualifier went to Minnesota, right? It was snowing, snowstorm. I remember we did not do well, and Alex did it not play nice that well. It was a nice Saturday evening. But right after, PM. right after, I talked to Alex, and I was like, "Yo, you had a bad weekend." But I was like, "You need, you know, you could obviously work on this, this, and this." And we got practice obviously tomorrow or next week, so get back in, you know get back get back in it and stuff and alex never like i mean i think one i think that weekend maybe i feel like your dad probably talked to you like got on you a little bit and then right after i talked to you about you know not playing well but you didn't like soak like you didn't even like pout about it and like cry about it you just like obviously you were sad upset but you were normal the next practice and you were just back on the ground you know what i mean like how do you bounce back from that why don't you like a lot of kids today would just like quit or like yeah like i said it's not the end of the world i think it's the mentally tough part like somebody's gonna lose at the end of the day you can't be good all the time like yeah i think that's where like the mental toughness toughness comes into play like you win some you lose some you just gotta keep doing better so Especially you guys just never like felt any type of way because all the times i yell at you guys well, you yelled at us because you wanted us to get better. It's not like it's not to put us down or anything. Like we wanted to get better too, so we took if in I your yelling. It probably like helped us a lot. By it kind of like at us. it kind of opened our eyes, like maybe like, a little humbling yo, moment. Wake up, like why are you playing like this? You know. Mm-hmm. That's so funny that their response is like that, mm-hmm. because some people can see it as, oh, why is coach picking on me or blah blah blah, you know. I mean, you would just yell like Angelina or like oh Alex, my, like my name all the time, all the time, all the yeah. time. And I know Tim because nobody in my life any anymore calls me Angelina. <laughs> I, that, not even oh my, my parents, gosh. nobody, no teachers. Only Matt calls me mm-hmm. Angelina. I don't know why. I have a thing for like um, whatever I meet the person as for the first time. That's why I get stuck calling them. If like if I met you and called you that. In the beginning is what I get stuck with. It's hard for me to, like, call you something else, you know? <laughs> well, you only yelled at us because you actually wanted us to get better, so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think because I've had other coaches ask me, like, how did you do this with 
Alex and Angelina or the other girls on the team, Kira, Nelly, you know, like Kendall, how did you make them? People ask me, like, how did you build them up? You know, because people usually ask me about them because they're the only, well, not the only, but, like, they're the girls who, yeah, like, we taught from scratch and, like, I predominantly coach them, like, their whole, like, you know, high school life mostly. So people always ask me, but I'm, but then yeah, nowadays I still, I mean, I'm like, I don't know, you know, I mean, I just did what, you know, what I did. It's just a mindset. It's just like learning from your mistakes. And just back then, Matt could probably like yell at me and be like, yo, like tell me to my face, like you suck. I would just be like, okay, like let me fix my past. Like I'm about to die this next past. I don't think I did that, but I mean, you kind of, you kind of do. I say it in a different way. Yeah, but Matt I'm saying, me, like, okay, like, let me dime this pass in your face real quick. <laughs> yeah, like, you sometimes know? I won't get a kill him out and be like, hit harder. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm not trying to get done. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold up. <laughs> I mean, see, uh, I like how you guys obviously took it the right way because, you, you know, you could have took it the wrong way. And I mean, well, why why do you, did you guys feel like I was coming from a good place and not a, a bad place? I was getting better. I was so. too. It's not like so we were going just downhill. Saw the process yeah, working, like we were slowly getting better. So like, I continued. I wanted to continue getting better. So I saw improvements. So I continued listening to you. There's really nothing much to that. Like, I was seeing results. You were giving me feedback. I was getting better from that. Like, because in general you're a coach. Like, why would we not? You know? Like, I trusted my time and money. Or not my money, but <laughs> thank you, parents. <laughs> 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 you know, broke high school student moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> thanks, mom and dad. Like, <laughs> but like, but you know, why would we not listen to you? We're here, obviously. We're here to play. Like, but we just wanted to play. Coach, though, like, why would you be on their team and not listen to them? You know. I think also like maybe some players today they think it's not working because it doesn't work right away, or like they don't get the results they want so fast. You know. But Angelina was being coachable when she was on the bench and when she was a starter, when she didn't see the results yet, you know what I mean? But stuck with the process and, you know. I mean, obviously, it always helps to listen if we're winning and, you know. But I think overall, like, the good and the bad, like, being consistent in terms of, like, your coachability and stuff, you know. Yeah, I think the teams they've also played on, they just mentioned how how coachable everyone was. If you have a teammate that's not, I think that makes it harder for everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that played a huge part in the Logan teams, their their UC Elite teams. And, you know, I remember being at PNQ when you guys got the bid, and I was just really excited. I was like, whoa, like, is this really happening? And then just seeing kind of like history made, but even with the Logan seasons too, like they definitely bought in and trusted the whole process and you see how successful their careers have been and then now them being coaches like what they're able to take what they've gotten from your coaching and everything else and hopefully the girls that they have like see that too you know yeah i think when when i reflect back with them and stuff it's yeah i mean we spent so much time together but it never like yeah felt like forced or a chore or like oh no i gotta see angelina again you know what <laughs> i mean or alex yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> oh they no also i'm coaching them again <laughs> i see them every day for or a like year. they had that balance too of like mm. knowing when 
they could mess around with you and stuff like that. There's a but line, you know? yeah, and then still be able to put in the work and you know grind. Where you draw that line. And I think that's our our most successful teams was able to do that. Have fun joking, ra- joke around yeah, while I still getting the job done. I mean, our four teams, yeah, they mess around a lot. Mm-hmm. But I mean, sometimes too much. But yeah, <laughs> no, well, but they're still young too. We're still trying to like not teach them yeah it's kind of teach them like where to draw that line between okay having fun now we're serious about the game like they can have fun but like they still need to get their job done like we still need to get that pass up that's what we're doing when we were playing Mm -hmm. like we were winning but we were still having fun like we would joke around mess around but like we knew when we need to like pull a little switch and like yeah luck in that you know mm. i would say the <laughs> other thing that i realized they, they talk about how much they looked oh, up the to the older players yeah, too or yeah. had those role models and i think that that might have been something we're lacking from our logan's past logan season for a lot of teams you know actually or nowadays yeah. there's not really like the leadership, leadership. yeah mm-hmm. i mean you know going back to early in the episode right now when angelina was talking about um like not choking and stuff or like pressure or like okay well anyway <laughs> Angelina so back back then I do remember because she kind of jogged my memory about this that uh, it kind of goes back on their mindset being mentally tough all that but back then when they used to play especially at, for sure at Logan if we were up five points I knew we were going to win that set and as long as we, we were not below behind five points i knew we could come back and we always did like back then if they if it's fit set and it's 14 14 we're gonna win that game you know if we're down we'll come back um alex who knows i would bench her sometimes and then bring her back when we're losing let's say during season or league and we she'll bring us back or whatever the situation is you know so yeah i think today though there's a lot more anxiety and like the kids maybe don't believe they could come back so then we don't you know but back then it must have been a faith between they believe in each other you know i think we just knew how to like keep our composure really well when it was like either tight or we were down by a couple points like if you looked at our faces like it didn't show that we were down by like you can never tell when you could never tell when we were losing or when we were getting frustrated or anything so I think that's what's really good. We like our anxiety and stuff about it. Yeah, we may be feeling it on the inside or like not really, but like we knew how to like keep our composure during that. Yeah, Something my dad fed into me like when I was young was like the game's not over until it's over. So like until yeah. that last po- like whistle blows, like you could still come back. Because I remember like when I said we had all those records and streaks in league and stuff, and I remember like you know. Some some schools would get kind of close to like almost taking a set or like almost <laughs> pushing us, but then whenever it got like that, we would just the girl, you know, we just buckle down or like after that one time out or something, lock in, boom boom, take care of the job, like we go home, you know. Um, and yeah, it, it takes a lot of mental toughness, and but then it's preparation, kind of like you don't have to be nervous in those situations if you put in the work and practice, and then the girls nobody like hey i'm gonna take over the game it's more like let's lock in and take care of our jobs you know what i mean and then you know like i said i i strictly remember like oh we're up five points like it's over the set's done already after like if a team let us go (laughs) up five points the set's over already because we're not gonna give five points in a row you know 
We'll give like two maybe, you know, or one or two, but we'd side <laughs> out right so away. Specific. <laughs> I just I remember because like I remember I was like, hmm, I wonder if we're gonna lose this set, you know. <laughs> I have these thoughts like, yeah, hmm, damn, we're down five, like. But then like, we'd uh-oh. always come back. Danger I mean, zone. it helps to have, you know, them, and also helps to have Abby, helps to have Ma- players like Mafa back then. But like I said, it's also composure. Like Angelina talked about, we did talk about that a lot in the huddles and stuff, just like keeping our cool. Because other schools, if they take one set, it's like it's championship celebration sometimes for them, right? Oh yeah, they, they would go crazy. Their bench, yeah, like that and was a win for them. To, like you know, some schools they just like get really down on themselves after they lose. Like we we couldn't or like we didn't do that. Like we're gonna come out and beat your guys's <laughs> like in the next set. <laughs> like you know? right when the team thinks like oh we got them like we took a set we're about to go to five or something we, like, and the next them. set we'll just just 25 12 you know what i mean like, like sometimes we'll lose and this kind of like opens our eyes like oh shoot like we're not getting the job done like let us just focus a little more and then just finish out the last one two sets whatever i mean sometimes it to. would even be like hey that last set was a little too close mm-hmm. and oh, then yeah. hey let's buckle down and then we finish the we job still in won, three but matt know? would be like Nah, you're not getting it done right. Yeah, one time we lost a set, like not even the game, and then Matt made us run the entire practice. Oh my god, it, we dropped a set to Kennedy. It was it our junior year or sophomore year? One of those. No, two it years. was when Ju was still there. So we junior year. I mean sophomore year, sophomore year. And our practices were like three hours. <laughs> she was still there because she. Yeah. Okay. Our practice. That would have been your junior year. If, if no, no, Juju, Juju was, was there. Still there. Wait, yeah, so she's a so- a senior. You're a junior. No, no, she she's two, two years, years older. Years. She's the same oh, age as my brother. Yeah. Anyways, we dropped the set to Kennedy. Kennedy. The very next practice, we had three-hour practice. We ran the whole practice from wall to wall, and we couldn't stop until Andrew got to practice. But he I never did. Never got to practice <laughs> until the last ten minutes with yeah. Burger King. He walked in with Burger King, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, "Oh my god!" Like we started I off knew with he like was coming late. <laughs> we started off with like I remember we sprints. talked about that too. Yeah. <laughs> and we ran wall to wall. We were just like No, it was a it was a push like the twenty five or something where we did like twenty five ladders and, and yeah. twenty five push ups and then we did regular suicides and then we did l- the wall to wall. Like it was a progression was like, of just straight up and running. Then I remember Jew Jew would be like, Guys, if you close your eyes <laughs> you, you won't notice <laughs> that you're running. She would hit my the legs wall. <laughs> my legs will notice. <laughs> She would run into my the calves. Wall. I mean, like, that, like, made us all laugh. Like, it really, like, like, even with our team, like, during times where we were, like, getting punished, like, we were still laughing about yeah, it. Yeah, see, like, was anybody mad? Well, we knew well, we deserved it. We yeah. lost I mean, like, to Kennedy. None of you guys are mad or complaining. Or, we like, understood where it was coming you know, from. Negativity. Or obviously, we knew, like, we just lost set. Of course, we're going to run like, we to were, Kennedy, especially. We weren't playing, like, our game, like, what we know we could do. Like, we weren't we're, We weren't up. questioning why we were running, basically. Mm-hmm. Like we knew why and why we deserved it. Yeah, I think a big key point is just like the standard, like uh, expectations. So like they demanded a lot. As much as I demanded from them, eventually they demanded it from themselves. Kind of situation, which you know carries on today. Like they're not gonna settle. That they, they don't want to lose. They're not losers. So if you're not a loser, then don't lose. You know, what I mean? I'm saying you can't. <laughs> You can't win everything, <laughs> but the mindset the mindset is if you don't like to lose, then try everything you can to not lose, which is what we mostly did. You know what I mean? But, yeah. Um, anywho, I'm sure this episode is longer than we thought it was going to be. We'll, uh, us. we'll be like, back. On, I'm now. sure we'll do another episode with, with these two because they have more experiences, like, 
touching on college now. We ain't talking about college, but we'll talk about that in another episode. Um, but yeah, um, any takeaways you guys want to leave the listeners before we finish? Takeaways? Keep working hard. Like you're still like if you're watching this and you're still in club, like just keep grinding. Take notes about this podcast because I think it's very useful. Everything <laughs> that we went through, and obviously you could see by our accomplishments with the teams and stuff. It obviously worked, so. <laughs> Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Uh, that'll wrap up this episode. These girls will be back. Um, thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Music, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're adding more and more tutorials yeah. and drills on there. So make sure to follow. And then also the Beyond the Court podcast on instagram mm-hmm. follow that because we're gonna post all the announcements on there yeah our tiktok also. yeah our tiktok we're putting more content on there so thank you for all of you that actually listen consistently and take take you know the good things out of these podcasts and stuff yeah. like that we appreciate it yeah definitely yeah thank you all right. thanks for listening thanks